Goodbye, bench press. Adios, squat rack. Fare thee well, kettlebell. Hey, Kellen, need a spot? No, Jake from State Farm. I'm just saying goodbye to my pricey gym membership. What? Don't give up what you love. State Farm has options like insuring your home and ride with great rates on both. Nice. Hey, can I buy you a protein shake or a granola bar? Or... For surprisingly great rates, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Just because you're staying in a relationship to honor God, that doesn't mean that your relationship is God honoring. Which is more important, letting or letting go? Got my nose pierced today. I've got mine pierced like a month ago. For real? Yeah. And Keith out here having his nose pierced since 1987. My nose isn't pierced. It was. Was it? <laughs> it you took it out? I took yeah, that took nose ring out in <laughs> 2011, 2012. This whole time, whenever oh. you think of me, you think of me with a nose ring. He said, was it? Yes. It's been gone for a minute, though. Yeah. It's been gone for years. Yeah. Years. It's like um, I saw it. It's like I saw it, then I blinked, and it was gone. I was like, I went to jail. Wait, I went what? To, I went to jail, and they made me take it out. They did? Why are you not looking this th- this way? Who, me? Because the, um, although the webcam is here, you guys are right there. So I'm looking at you. Yeah. Like. Uh, you got an official webcam. I need to get invested in one of those. Uh, like this, maybe. Um, I mean, I'll change it eventually, but not right now. Um, I think I remember you going to jail. Who doesn't? It was a it was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. I made a big deal about it because jail is not a regular occurrence for me. So yeah, it was like around the time I had went. It was, it was, I believe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just like, and then I remember Adrian being like, Adrian be like, and he, Adrian like the most like uh, person I know, and he was like, bro, you you more gangster than I am. You got a record, and I was like, bro, shut up. What you go to jail for? Uh, me, it mm-hmm. was <laughs> honestly, um, it was how do I explain? It, it was long, basically a, a car thing. Basically, I got pulled over. I got, I had got a ticket. What's the charge, bro? Like it was, a, it was basically driving on suspended license. So basically, okay. I had got pulled over, got a ticket, and then that ticket didn't go. And it was like a minor ticket. Mm. The cop was being nice, but then right. that ticket, um, I didn't pay it because this was like a, a whole thing going on. I had yeah. So I pulled over again. I had a ticket that I didn't pay for, and so they were like, "Well, because of that, your license is suspended." And next thing I know, I was arrested. DMX said that uh, real real ones, quote unquote, drive with suspended licenses. So. No, I no, I feel so much better. I feel so much better driving with a, a, a <laughs> place license. My, yeah, I, I don't suspended. see how Chameleon there was riding dirty. Man. I, mine was suspended too. Guys, um, this is Keith, and you are listening to Thank God for the Group Chat. Um, today, I have with me my um, trusty. My noble steed, if you will, T. DeWitt, my my B. Mike. Appreciate him for being here. Um, uh, And today, um, Nasia is here. Are we doing last names? Are we doing middle names? Nope, because mine is about to change. Whoa. Uh, 
Not in a good way. Nasia is a walking is a walking subject. That's why I was like I was like, I I wanna have things to talk about, but I know she'll give me something to talk about. I'm not even gonna go down that rabbit hole. With the last name? I'm curious now. But then <laughs> I'll let I'll give her the floor. But Major is here. Um long time I, can I say long time friend at this point? Uh, at least eight years. Yes. She remember the nose. Yes. I've I've known Asia for a little while now. She um moved to didn't you move to like Tallahassee or Tappahannock or something like that? One of those. Opelousas. It's practically the same thing. Okay, but where, what state is that? That's in Louisiana. She moved to. You know Louisiana. when you're going on a road road trip and you drive past these small towns that don't like have anything on the signs like no McDonald's, no gas station. Mm. I moved to a place like that, you and I lived there the for four desert. years. How was that? Mm. Yes. It was awful. The people yeah. were really nice. But well, living there was awful. It was the worst thing ever. I was living in a that when Keith when you visited me, I was in a small town, little old dog, and everything closed at like seven thirty, bro. You was like, Man, I'm hungry. I can't go nowhere. <laughs> and you just gonna be hungry. <laughs> like I'm gonna be hungry till six in the morning, I guess. But that's kind of the best though. That's kind of the better thing. If you're trying to be creative and you're just trying to get your work done and stuff like that, that's all that I would need. Nah, man. No. I'm more creative on a full mm-hmm. stomach. So yep. it, wasn't, it didn't work for me. True story, though. My fuel, this is so unhealthy, but my fuel back in the day for writing music, if you came into my like college dorm or something, it's mm-hmm. all oatmeal pie wrappers everywhere. You're like, oh, yeah, Tobias working on a new song. It was so unhealthy, though. Oh. But, Oatmeal my, pies are so gross. I know, but I used to eat those. Oh, I, I loved them, and yeah. I used to eat those as I created. And if you saw, like, like I'll only eat them if I was like, oh, I'm in song mode right now. So, you yeah. well, well, know, is more the songs good. Yes, I'm sorry. You, you know, I like to talk, Keith. I know, but I'm trying to introduce <laughs> you so that oh, yeah. you guys can just have that. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Nasia is here. Um, as you as you can already tell, full of energy. Super excited to have her. What a privilege it is to have her. I sound so churchy. What a privilege and an <laughs> honor. Um, giving honor to God, yes, who's Lord. the head of my. I life. always saw myself as a female pra- pastor. Did you really? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. Oh, I thought you were serious. I was about to be like, okay. No, but I did. I do like being the center of attention and being introduced. Well, so. I'm, I'm. Well, I'm trying to do it. <laughs> I'm trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nasia was. You were co-hosting for a while on Show Baraka's show, right? Yep. Can I say that? Yeah. Show Baraka I mean, was on our first yeah. mistake. Was he? Yes, he was. Huh. Um, you know what? I'm done with the intro. Naja is here. T-, <laughs> T is here. I'll introduce you next next week. We we got a great show for you today. I hope. Um, yeah. Uh, so there it is. Let's get into some things. Let's. We got to do some some housekeeping real quick though well not necessarily housekeeping that's just what they said at the beginning of it this is episode 112 so shout out to um um people in atlanta you two people in atlanta you better play a 112 song? room 12 
I would like for Lon to play a 112 song. Any yeah. song except for Peaches and Peaches Cream. Peaches and Cream. No, that I podcast. I was like, as I got older, I realized what that song was, and I was like, oh. Yeah, that, that's my jam, though. Me and my friend, we tried to, um, oh, yeah. We tried to make a dance Peaches to it. And cream. Yeah, but we, no, 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 no. As you should. Make a dance to it. Yeah, we tried to make a dance to that song <laughs> back in sixth grade. Because no. it was, a, it, was oh. our, it was our first school dance. Okay. We're gonna do a dance to it. I don't know. <laughs> the teachers were gonna let y'all do it to that song. I mean, that was a hot song. Yeah. No one knew what peaches and cream meant back then. Yeah. I actually, I think about like another bad creation and what those little kids was doing, and I was just like, oh man, what were their parents? Like, y'all remember those videos? <laughs> another bad creation. Then they just their parents creation. were picking up chicks. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's using a lot of words and uh just a moment because today is our word of the day. Well, we do a word of the day every week. Um and this week our word of the day is cognizable. Cognizable? Cognizable. What's it mean? I feel Cogn- like I've heard it before. Um I think it's is rooted from cognizant, but um I'm not sure. But um, the definition is capable of being judicially heard and determined. And then the second definition is capable of being known. Yeah, so I guess the root word is cognizant. Um, it's easy huh. to recognize the cogna and cognizable and in other English words that have to do with knowing. Cognitive, incognito precognition and recognition for example they're all from latin i'm not even going to attempt that word <laughs> Cognos- cognizable <laughs> was formed in the 17th century from the root cognizance in which english means knowledgeable or awareness cognizance traces to again i'm not pronouncing that word i'm sorry via anglo french con Connoissance. <laughs> I'm, I'm dying over here. Meaning aware or mindful. <laughs> the Latin words that I can't pronounce. If, if they're not in the Bible, I can't pronounce them. Um, cognizable was used in its legal sense almost from its introduction, and that meaning continues to be most common today. So here's an example before we um, move on. The state also argued that the plaintiffs failed to show that they have suffered a cognizable, a cognizable burden to their right to vote or that Florida's procedures are unconstitutional. Mm. Cognizable. I like that word. I feel Me like I'll, I'll never use it, but I like it. I'll, I don't know. I was about to say that is a word of the day that I've already forgot. <laughs> I'll stick with my word cognizance and cognizant. I'll, I'll stick with yep. that. Um, <laughs> so that was our word of the day. We used to have jingles. We don't have jingles anymore. Y'all okay. used to have jingles? Yeah, we did. Me and Jan, we um, created like three jingles. They were dope. So you like will sing it or? I, me and Jan wrote it and Jared sang them. Oh, I would like jingles. Do a jingle. Well, you make beats. (laughs) Yeah. So if you make a beat, see, you should make a beat for this podcast. Like your beat play every day. And by the way, I did that for my other friend's podcast. Well, bring that same energy, (laughs) especially with you being a beat mic. This is your podcast now. Um, 
Speaking of which, Lon, shout out to our um, producer, Lon, who, um, like, so if you ever hear any instrumentals on this podcast, those are more than likely his his music. Like, last week, it was just a beautiful beat at the end of the podcast. I was hyped. I guess he's trying to cut down on, like, the copyright infringement and stuff. But, okay. but it's, it's, it's He's smart man. He's dope. He's nice with it, too. I mean, we blessed that we got a dude that makes beats and not just beats, but, like, really good beats. So Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's key. We got to do that make really good beats. I remember when I used to make the beats for the morning announcement, people used to be like, you make that? I'm like, yeah. They're like, it's trash. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was bad back then. You start somewhere. Oh, oh no. You got to start somewhere. You made that beat. (laughs) (laughs) Set you up. You made that beat? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that joint was trash. I thought it was you. Um. <laughs> That's how I had a conversation with Xavier used to make it too. So people be like, oh, like, who made Monday? I'm like, Xavier. Like, who made Tuesday? My friend is there. They're like, oh, who made Wednesday though, man? That joke. And I'll just be like, oh, Wednesday? Do you like that one? Would you like those? <laughs> <laughs> nah, but you got you got amazing though. You you That's got so amazing. Sad. Yeah, thank you, um, bro. Speaking of which, um, T, you do a lot of sampling mm-hmm. from what I remember, and I, I've grown to love samples. So, um, later on in this podcast, I want to do a segment called Who Sampled It? Now, you were asking me, um, you like when you were looking at the rundown slash the itinerary, you were like, What, what, what is that? Am I supposed to know anything about that? Yes, and no. Okay. Yes and no. So you're very musical. You 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 know music and you know samples and stuff like that. But you don't have to come to the table knowing it. Um, I don't want to talk about it right now, but we're gonna do it at some point in the podcast. Okay. That sounds like fun, actually. I hope so. Neja, how you feeling? Do we get imaginary points? I love winning things, even though I'm sure I'll lose with you guys. Well, I'm gonna win every time because it's my segment, so I already know it. <laughs> So I can't play. So I can't play. Um, but um, our friend Alana, who's not here, but she, you know, she's very knowledgeable about music as well. So I'm sure it'll be really, really fun to do. Um, yeah, that's only fun. Hmm. So what do you guys want to talk about first? We got Umbrella Academy. We've got Naja's topic, aging. Or we could get into the fact that Naja's last name is changing. Um, or, I'll, you know, what? I actually... What do you want? And how do you want it? Because I can give it to y'all anyway. <laughs> I, I, I guess. I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> Maybe we should ease into the last name change. Because I'm curious. I'm curious. But maybe we could ease into that. Oh, so my bad. Sorry. Officially starting the podcast. Shout out to our uh, YouTube viewership. Um, thank you guys for watching. So if you um, only listen and you rather see our beautiful faces, just log on to YouTube.com and just search. Thank God for the group chat and hit that subscribe button for uh, Fresh Air Media. You will find us each and every week. Um, the videos are going to go up now even before you hear the podcast version. so I noticed that last time. Yeah, I'm I was not like, playing Whoa. no games with Lon. Lon. Lon be doing extracurricular <laughs> stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm putting this stuff up, man, because cats go to work and they, you know, and they listen to us in the morning, at least. Mm-hmm. Like I when we, to, yeah. I listen uh, when I work out. When I, um, Before I was on here, I was listening to y'all um, when I was working out. 
Fam, thank you, by the way. But also, I never knew that listening to podcasts while you're working out was so fun. I always thought I wouldn't enjoy that, but I do. I was telling my nephew about that, and he was like, that sounds weird, bro. And I was like, try it. And then he tried it. He was like, yeah, okay, I see the appeal. It's, it's, I don't know. It's not half bad, especially when you're on the treadmill. Like, it takes your mind off of working out more than music does. Music reminds you how long you have to go. Like, I'm going to do this till this song is over. But then, like, I like listening to audiobooks and podcasts when I run, especially. And, man, it's just like, all right, exactly. I'm just listening to this story mm-hmm. or listening to, like, this inspirational person while I'm going at it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes I'm listening to um, David Goggins' book right now. And okay. uh, um, he's like an ultra runner and all of that Wait, stuff. Why are you nope. shaking your head? Because so, no, so David Goggins going to have you out here thinking that you could go so, run 10 marathons back to back barefoot nah, with I kn- no water. <laughs> no, I know what I can do. But what I will say is when I'm out there and I'm like, man, like, I feel like, 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 oh, I usually run four miles. But I'll stop at two today. Then he'll get to a part in his book where he's like, and then I carry this thing over the back of a mountain. And I'm just like, oh, God, let me finish this run, man, because he got me out here feeling like a punk. I'm like, dang, David Goggins. <laughs> so I, you know who yep. I listen to? Um, I like to listen to C.T. Fletcher. Hmm. C- have you heard of C.T. Fletcher? Why don't I know him? Do I you post you know- his stuff a lot? I post this. I used to post this stuff periodically, not a lot, but I think you knew about him before then, and I think you know about him because of a show, maybe. Oh, maybe. Maybe, um, but CT. I definitely like, know his name. Yeah, um, very motivational. He's cursing you out the whole time, like literally cursing is you he out. The David Goggins be cussing you out. Oh, is he? Does he curse you out? Mm-hmm. What'd you say, Nathan? David Goggins expects me to do too much. Does no. C- is C.T. Fletcher, you like used to like post his stuff while you were working out? Again, from time to time, it wasn't like an everyday thing. That that's like so like I yeah, he would have motivational music so. and motivational mm-hmm. like you know you know like a lot of motivational speakers. They'll have the albums and stuff like that. He yeah. had one. Yeah. Oh, I'll check him Were out. Were they just yelling at you, getting you hyped? Yeah. He's not the one that says that you, you should want to, like, work harder than you want to, like, have water or something. Yeah. That's not that, him, huh? That's That sounds like something he would say, oh, yes. David Goggins don't even say stuff like that. That's no, great. No, C.T. Fletcher is on another like, level. Like, David Goggins be talking about how he'll do, do crazy stuff and then realize, like, dude, I'm out here doing this and I wasn't prepared. <laughs> And he talks about, like, sometimes you got to, like, ease your way into things, but being prepared, or he's like, you got to, the mental is half the battle, man. And Well, CT, like I said, another level. Check <laughs> out David Goggins, too, bro. C, no, not if CT Fletcher is on another level. I'm trying to tell you, bro, like, I, this dude broke the uh, record for um, amount of pull-ups in a day. Like, this dude was running 100 mile. That's why she's talking about how, how like, he sounded insane because he was running, like, 100-mile marathons and stuff. And, and he was, like, a Navy SEAL, and he was a Ranger. This dude's insane, bro. I'm trying to tell you. But okay. That's what me- – CT going to yell at you in a way to make you think, like, oh, I need to do something crazy. David Goggins is the person that you watch, and you're like, oh, no, he is crazy. Mm. Yeah, 
Yeah, so he's he's doing crazy stuff, and I'm just like, uh, and then he'll even say like, he'll even say like, oh, I'm doing this. He says, but then you got to know your own thing that you need to be out here tackling. Like I'm out here like running seven miles in the morning, knowing I need to do this and at the afternoon. He's like, but you got. He's like, if you broke your arm and you love music and you can't play the guitar like you want to, why aren't you learning the piano with your other hand? And that's what David Goggins is literally saying, and stuff like that. It's just like, yeah, okay. Yep. I'm, try- I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I'm that, sounds, to tell you. that sounds very cute. No, I'm trying to tell C. you, CT would say to that, he, he would say, CT would say, if you really want to learn the piano, you would do it instead of sleeping and mm-hmm. eating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for CT. the rest of your life. <laughs> okay, that, you that, never that, do nothing but work hard. Yeah, that sound insane. Nah, David Guy has got to be out here prepping for life. Mm-hmm. C.T. Fletcher is, is like, and he lives it. Um, mm-hmm. He's had um, his heart failed I would say like maybe five oh, times it? now. Yeah, David Goggins' heart failed. He, it turned out he had a hole in. His I don't heart. know. I don't. I'm not doing <laughs> this pissing contest between David Goggins and CT. Check Fletcher. him out, bro. Just no. check him out before you. I'm no. gonna check out CT Goggins. Check him out. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I'm bro. just trying to tell you what this guy does, and before I can get it out, wait. <laughs> <you can> win. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wait. Why did his heart fail? Why is he doing stuff until his heart fails? <laughs> Yeah, that's his I don't think he's doing this stuff. Be- uh, I don't think his heart is failing because of that. He actually doesn't have a oh. heart. There's something else that's like ticking inside of him now. <laughs> like it's, he's like Iron Man. Wait, is this real life? I'm, don't laugh. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the- it's, okay. it's low key dope because you know, I mean, Nasia, you you would notice especially. So they put the mic right here, right? They put the uh-huh. you know how do they. they patch a lapel to you and so you can hear whatever is in his heart ticking like whatever they put in his heart is ticking. so he really don't got a real heart heart. he has a metal heart he has a i don't know what it is he has something in there to help him be to help it be yes i'm now now speaking of hearts and them stop and them no longer beating um Mm. nasia what did you want to talk about regarding aging Look, so my 30th birthday is coming up in a week. And I was so excited next Wednesday. Okay. The 26th of August. I will be 30. Dang, that's next Wednesday? August flew by so fast. It did. It did. Even though we're not doing nothing, it's going by really fast. I'm doing something. Thank you. Same. But all of a sudden, like last month, my joints started popping. Like my wrists just crack all day long. I can't sleep a certain way. When I drive, I have to like turn the steering wheel without moving my wrist. Mm. And I'm like, what happens when you're about to turn 30 that makes your body just stop working? I exercise. I don't eat healthy, but like, okay. I exercise you do regularly. Exercise. You do exercise regularly. Why is my body falling apart? I haven't even had wrist that would, injuries. Well, that I would have been my injury. answer. That would have been my answer to you. I would have just been like, well, you you just need to work out. But I know that you work out, so I don't know. When you say you don't eat. I'm 31. I don't have those issues. So I'm 31. My body's, my body's still working. So. My, mine too. So there's hope. Wait, really? 
Yes. Yeah, but my I'm, knees are, have been falling apart. Not mine. So that's why I was asking. Um, <laughs> it's genetics. Your genetics. It might, it, it might be genetics, or it may, it might be that one. I don't. It might be that one. It might be something you're eating that like your body's not taking well. You know, it turns out like sometimes we're like it's like might be something we're like slightly allergic to, or like I realize I shouldn't be drinking milk at all. So I don't. So. Maybe yeah. it's something you're eating that, that your body's not taking. Your digestive system, not your your bones. Hmm? No, I think mm-hmm. I'm aging faster. What if I'm like Benjamin older than Button. I thought I was? Oh, okay. Seriously, no, not I, I consider Benjamin Button, Button but I Benjamin didn't Button. start out old. Jack, remember Jack? Remember Jack? Remember Jack? The movie. The Jack? movie's called Remember Jack. No, it's just called Jack. You're talking about the snowman? No. Jack with uh, Robin Williams. He he was born oh, and then he was like a kid. And then he um he was like an old man by the time he hit high school. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that. I like, don't remember that. I remember funny, Jack. Like I, I remember like I didn't I don't remember so it sad. profoundly. It was like I just remember there was a movie where Robin Williams was like in kindergarten and he was Robin Williams. And he was like, yeah, he looked like Robin Williams <laughs> in middle school. But I never finished that movie. Or if I did, I was a kid, so I don't really remember it. You say yeah, sad? Yeah, we, we uh, definitely. It was so sad because he died super early. He died before oh, college. Oh, that is sad. Yes. Dang. He had to live life way faster than everyone else. Oh, dang. Did he get married and have a family and have children? No, he was in I'm high like, school. It's not everything that's cracked up to be anyway. Getting married and having <laughs> major just talk to us about this name change so that we can <laughs> so that we can get this over with. I feel like look, y'all. So let me paint the picture for you. Okay. It's 2014. Mm. Nasia is high on Jesus, mm. I guess, and other things, not drugs, just life, you know? Okay. <laughs> you gotta clarify before you gotta like say it that way. But okay, I'll listen. I clarified. I clarified. You did. Yeah. Not on drugs. Mm-hmm. I didn't start smoking until recently. But that's beside the point. <laughs> We're not talking about that right now. <laughs> We're talking about a name change. So in 2014, I fell in love with a man of God, mm-hmm. as they say. You know, because that's what's important. When you go to church, they say, find you a man of God. And oh. then your life. Will be made perfect. No one like, says that. Oh, wow. No, nobody yes, they says they that. Do. Not my friends. I've never heard. I've never this heard Keith say that. This is what they say. This is what they say. Well, Keith is I didn't not. I hear what Tobias said. I guess I'll hear. I know. Nope, nope. I'm gonna hear it on a replay. I'm gonna hear it when I run it back. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, but for real, they gas you up. They're like, look, you know. Things will be hard, but as long as you both love Jesus, it'll work out. That's what uh, they were you was. I know who you were. I know who you were under. That's what he was saying. That's what old I, boy was saying, and I never agree with that. Like you can marry anyone uh, well, as long as long as they're Christian, you can be in. A, you can marry anyone. I never what, agreed with that. That's what they said. So was it more so like like you could marry somebody even if you thought they was unattractive, and then because they was under Jesus, they would suddenly be like, dang. <laughs> then the message was if you love you both love Jesus it'll work out because that's all that matters 
That is not all that matters. And it lacks okay. it lacks so much context. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it does. What comes with loving Jesus? You know what I mean? Like what comes with that? Right. Action. It's not just, oh, I feel this way and so everything is gonna work out. It's because I love Jesus, like there's gonna be so many, like there's it's gonna be pain. You know what I mean? Like, stuff is yep. going to hurt. Stuff is going to be uncomfortable. Stuff is going to be trash. But this is not my story. Yep. It's yours. But I just want to say that for anybody I mean, that believes true. that, like, fam, no. Like, there's context and there's some. There's a responsibility that you have to have in a relationship, in a godly relationship. Exactly. I agree with that. And I feel yep. like, never mind, it's not mine. Let me Y'all are right, though. I mean, that's pretty much what I'm getting to. Um, I married a great guy, but I married a great guy that I was not compatible with. Mm. Um, and we tried to make it work. We tried to make it work for the sake of, you know, what marriage represents for the sake of what Christian, who Christians are and like our influence that we have. Um, we tried to make it work for the kids that we were mentoring and trying to show them a godly relationship. You know, what's crazy. Those people, those children were the first people I thought about. Not you and not him. I was like, what is going to become these kids that they have been mentoring and pouring into for the past four years? Mm. How's that working out? Well, we moved away for mm-hmm. two years, so they were like, "It doesn't make sense," but we're not surprised. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> so you know, like, unfortunately, we wanted to be those people to show them, like, you know, marriage can work and people can be committed and blah blah blah. But at some point, it just—I don't think that just because you're staying in a relationship to honor God, that doesn't mean that your relationship is God honoring. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think that ours were, ours was. Mm. Hence why my last name is going back to flood. That reminds I forgot your last name. Oh, dang. <laughs> I forgot your old last was, name. That's was not the greatest. Flood, was was, flood greatest. is dope. It's all right. Flood is dope. You don't hear it wasn't day. the best. You don't don't when you're growing up and you are very tall in elementary school and you happen to have high water pants uh, before they are fashionable, what uh, is not a cute name to have. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's you gotta blame your parents for that one. Like that's not that wasn't <laughs> your fault. You gotta forgive yourself. That's not dad, that wasn't yeah. your fault. <laughs> my dad got me fake Tim's and then I tried to hide it with my love. Like, what a fake Tim? He you got Colorados? I don't know what they were, but I remember I was excited, and then I realized they wasn't Tim's. They were like the boots, and then I went to school, and I had my le- my my jeans pulled over like the le- where the label was. And yeah. of course, you know, kids, man. Somebody was like, "Wait a second, wait a second," and put my leg up. Man, all chorus class, all I heard was "Them ain't no Tim." But I was just like, "Leave me alone, guys." Fam, at least you. You did. were getting. <laughs> I know. So- getting bullied in chorus. 
Yeah, so I'm getting bullied in cars, and then don't let the morning announcement come on. Is that your beat? I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> you just having a, you just having a bad go at it, huh? All like, together. <gasps> nah, I, I saw oh, some kid awful. in middle school. He drew, he drew a tree on the side of his boots. Dang. No, he drew. Was yeah. he a great artist? No, he drew a tree, Nasia. He, I don't care how good of an artist you are, but they're not Tim's. Somebody had to draw that that tree at one point in time. But in hindsight, though, I will say I can look at my dad and everything he's doing now and be like, yo, my dad was frugal, though. So that's what was important. I didn't think that way as a kid, though. I'm trying to flip it, y'all. My dad was frugal. No. Look. Give me something that doesn't look like what's popular so I could try to make that thing popular. Make, make it pop. But I can't have the fake one of the real thing. No. Everyone knows what I'm trying to do. I want to talk I... more about this uh, this whole divorce situation. You oh, didn't yeah. say the word, but I'm going to say the word. Come on. But we'll I'll... be right back. Oh, yes. We'll I be like right back that. after these smooth sounds by Lon Richardson. Lon, the producer, that is. And we are back. Um, when we when we took our little break, we had um, I'm not even gonna say we stumbled upon a conversation. I feel like Naja. I'm gonna be honest. I feel like Naja wanted to talk about this, and <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I, you you got this surprise face. What? No one prompted. No one prompted you about this. So, yeah, but <laughs> no one prompted. Like, you. But this is no. You stop. Look, this is what happened. You okay, said well. you were introducing me, and you said I don't know if we should do last names. Well, I didn't or... know we were doing last names, not because not because of your um, your situation, but because um, Victoria, uh, who who was on this show, um, she doesn't like her last name, mm. yet, um, and neither does Alana. You know, so I, that's why I was asking. <laughs> you have asked both of them that. I heard <laughs> Um, but you know, so we're we're here. We're we're. I just don't want to very, confuse the people. It's a very intriguing conversation. Um, and now I have questions. Since she's being an open book, I am going to read it. Um, and not in the not in a very sassy <laughs> way. I mean, read. I mean, read it like. I'm I'm intrigued. <laughs> okay, so as as a believer, as a believer, um, what is your stance on? divorce you know um we another friend of the show who's been on the show um i don't even have to say her name but um Alyssa. shout out to Alyssa, friend of the show she um just got her master's degree just walked across the stage hey, robe dope. and all of that type of stuff we've hey. had a lot of great people um be on these mics and um i just really appreciate everyone for being on here but um big shout out to her by the way um you know, she had to struggle and is still um, dealing with, I don't think she has a problem with me saying this, dealing with, um, quote unquote, ramifications of divorce, whether it be socially, whether it be emotionally, whether it be parentally. Um, what does what what do you feel like the next stage of life is going to look for, look like for you? 
Man, and I know that's a loaded uh, question, but you know, I'm sure you that is super loaded. But so there are a few things. One, I always saw myself as a wife and a mother. So we didn't have any children um, in our marriage, which at this point I'm grateful for because mm. I just it it breaks my heart seeing kids raised in a broken home. Um, you know. Most of us have been, myself included. And just no matter how old they are, it just affects you. You want to see your parents together. Um, Mm -hmm. That's your family. That's your home. So although I was upset that I didn't have children, I'm grateful now um, because I'd hate to put them through that. But uh, now just I can't say that I've become callous and like have a like a negative outlook on the world. But I do think that I'm more realistic, whereas I was very optimistic and I was a believer that, you know, anything could work if you just believe and try hard. You know, I kind of took off my Disney glasses and started to see the real world. But one thing that happened in my marriage, and I don't think it was anything that is to blame of my husband as much as um, ex-husband. That's weird to say, but um, is he current? More, is he your ex-husband now? Because I know for a minute it was like you know you guys were separation. still married, and then they were yeah. Well, technically, he is my husband. Okay. Um, we filed for divorce, mm-hmm. but we didn't pay the extra six hundred dollars to expedite it. So <laughs> mm-hmm. we're gonna be married for a couple more months. Okay. Well, so then we actually were married for six years because our anniversary just passed last week. So, boom. That was a weird day. Anywho. um, I'm sure. Yeah. The kind of person that I am, I can kind of lose myself in a relationship Mm. and I can adopt my partner's interests as my own, Mm -hmm. um, which is very helpful for, like, just trying to make a relationship work and uh, being flexible and supportive but it's not great for building your identity so i see myself really just pursuing my passions and all the things that i put on hold while i was married um and that's what i've been doing and i think i've kind of gone overboard because now i'm like i don't know how i'm gonna keep up with all this stuff that i'm trying to do you feel so you're saying that um all this stuff that you weren't able to do you're doing it now and then some because like you yep. felt you felt repressed and you felt like I'm getting the image of like this slingshot, you know, like, well, it's like I keep being held back from it. I keep being held back from it. And now I'm going to propel. I'm being propelled in the exact opposite direction. Do you feel like you lost yourself in him a little bit as in like the were you propelling what he his dreams but was yours falling to the side or were neither of y'all's dreams being propelled for it oh i was definitely like i'm gonna make my man he's gonna reach his dreams and we're gonna do it together mm. and you definitely i mean he wanted to run an after school program and at the end of our marriage he was running an after school program so i feel mm. like we definitely um, went in the direction of his dreams, but 
I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but Opelousas, Louisiana, is not known for its film industry. So <laughs> being that that's my interest, mm. there was not much to do out there. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. when we moved to the big city of Montgomery, Alabama. <laughs> it, it's, it's funny because I don't like... I was in a relationship for like a year and a half and I don't usually like speak on it because I don't want to seem like I'm speaking negatively about anybody, but it had got to a point where I'm going to use Keith's favorite word of all time. It had got kind of toxic. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. That's like my least favorite word. Okay. Yeah. I was about to say like, my vocabulary is a little bit bigger than that. Okay. Gotcha. So, uh, and it had got to a point and I remember like there would be so many moments where she would like try to like be like, we should work this out. God, blah, 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 this, that, the other. And then it was a point in time where I had to realize like, man, you can love somebody, but that doesn't mean you guys are like compatible or it doesn't mean she's a bad person. That doesn't mean I'm a bad person. It also doesn't mean we have to be, we don't have to like force stuff. And then at some point it's kind of like, it's like, it's like you're blaming God for the issues that are transpiring when that's not really the case. It's you, it's me. And so yes. then, and so and I've seen, I've seen marriages like that where uh, like people will be married and like, I'm, 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 I know somebody who got married after knowing somebody for three weeks saying like, oh God told, sent this person to me. And then, and then it like week number four, everything just went to shambles. And then it was like, well, God wants me to endure. And I was just like, no. <laughs> like, yep. That sounds, I mean, we didn't get married quite that fast, but we set, mm. <laughs> not four weeks, it was not four weeks, but I will say like, this though. It was like five. Like, right. But like a month into our relationship, we were talking about marriage. Oh. Maybe earlier than that. <laughs> and we, we like had a plan, like. Six months after the day we start dating, we're going to be engaged. And exactly six months later, we were engaged. And three months after that, we were married. Hey, so like, I'm sorry, but future wife, if you're listening to this and after four weeks, you know, you want to marry me, hold off on telling me though. Facts. Because you don't know. You probably don't. You might know. There are rare instances where people know. But you at thirty one, I'm on the fast track. I'm on the express line no. at thirty one. Mm-hmm. Keeps first question on a date I'm is what's saying, your credit score? Y'all, Let me know. If y'all were friends, if y'all have some type of relationship, like prior to getting like a dating relationship, I think that makes your timeline different. Yeah, because um, you already know one another. But if you have you don't know the person like at all, you don't know their family or their friends, I I would hesitate with making plans that early. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's very wise. As a believer, as a believer, how do you rationalize? I hate saying the word, but how do you rationalize divorce? And like, how did I you don't? Come... Mm. Is that like I a... don't. I still think that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also, and I, I don't know well, how do you exactly rationalize? how I feel about this, yeah. um, but I don't believe that 
us getting married when we did was what God wanted us to do either. So like, mm. I'm not saying that, you know, divorce is an answer and it should be the number one answer. But if you were disobedient getting into it, like, I don't, Dude. I don't know. I, it just seems odd that a God Dude. would want, I don't know. I don't know. Cause I'm not trying to like make up scriptures, but people try to do to justify their stuff. Cause mm. that's, that's not the business that I'm into. Right. And all the way up until us signing the divorce papers, I was like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be unhappy for the rest of my life because I made this decision and I'm a Christian. Do you feel that's the thing, right? So that's the thing that scares me. That's the reason why I've never been married or even been close because I'm like, man, if I get married, I'm never divorcing this person. Mm. So I'm just gonna be unhappy or I feel like I would have to spend the rest of my life by myself because you know how the Bible speaks about when you marry a when you marry a non-believer is different from marrying a believer. Like if you marry a non-believer and they decide to to lead the relationship, it's fine, it's okay. Go and marry someone else because they weren't a believer, right? But if they were a believer, then you gotta stay. You you have to stay unmarried if you guys do get divorced, right? Um, what are your thoughts on that? And I'm literally I'm asking. I'm not about. To to, I'm not about like, to combat with you or nothing. Like it just. No, no, no. It is. I, I also was going to ask. You're my um, friend. I trust you. And I also I was going to ask. Like, do you feel like since you said that it wasn't of God, do you feel like that He was showing you signs? Like, okay, this isn't it, and you. Were, Can she answer my question? I'm so, I'll try. To, <laughs> so I tried to ask this question earlier, but your I, question I kinda, is way more complex. It is. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa, it is? I didn't think it was. Okay, my bad. I'm not even going to lie. I kind of forgot the first question now. Oh, my bad. Go ahead and ask Go ahead and ask your question. No, no, my question is important. Here's the question. <laughs> As a believer, what are your thoughts on, like, do you plan on staying unmarried um, right. going forward? Right, right, right. Um, no, I mean, I don't know. Mm. I, I'm not in any rush to be in another relationship and to be Naturally. married again. Um, Naturally. I'm definitely at a point where, although I don't know, I feel like I know what I don't want more than I know what I do want. Yeah, I feel like the things that I do want, I'm definitely way more flexible on than the things that I don't want. Um, Except for two, my two non-negotiables, which are you gotta have, you have to be non-negotiables, people. You gotta be nice. You gotta to have non-negotiables. Oh, look, you're telling too much. My my first, <laughs> my old ones. Yeah, you no, telling I, too much. No, I have my my issues too. Look, but that I think that's important. Like to know what is important to you. You know what I mean? Like. But as a Christian, as a believer, um, with, so I try to understand, and I know I'll never understand why God does it. I'm not breaking even beginning to fathom what he has to deal with. 
However, mm. I do like to think like, why is this something that is important to him? And I think that having Christians work on their marriage is important to God. One, because he knows how it affects us when we separate. Mm. Um, even if we think we don't like each other, it has a it has an emotional effect on us regardless. Mm. Um, but in addition to that, I think it's because people look to us as examples. Mm. Um, and if marriage represents the union of Christ and his bride, the church, then we should look at our marriage with one another as representing that, which is the biggest thing of our lives that we say as Christians. However, if our marriage is not representing that, is that also something that non-believers look at? Like, yeah, y'all stay married, but you guys are an awful couple. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that that means that you should get a divorce or that you should, if you do get separated or divorced, that you should move on to another relationship. However, I will say that that was one of the key things that um, allowed me to leave our marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, in front, like in in front of a crowd, it was like, oh, you guys are power couple dream team, especially the kids, because kids are naive. But behind closed doors, especially with other Christians, we were often asked, why did y'all get together? Mm. And not even like, let me pull you aside and let me talk to you woman to woman or man to man. They would ask us together. Dang. Like, and it happened on multiple occasions. And if that question is being asked regularly um, from people who are not even that close to you, these aren't like our close friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. these are people like, these are work friends or work associates. And if they could like see these things from just small interactions with us, that was kind of a big red flag to me that what we were doing wasn't giving off the type of influence that we were hoping for. Wow. Dang. T, you asked a, you asked a great question, so I don't, I don't want to overlook it. Um, I feel like your question was deep, though, cause from that answer. Man, thank you <laughs> yeah. so much for sharing all that you shared. Yeah, before, that was a good honestly. answer. Uh, hey, no, I, hope, I just hope that, like, this helps somebody. Me too. Because getting a divorce is whack, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> y'all don't want to do it. It's super mm. lame. <laughs> we don't got that many assets because we were broke. So it wasn't expensive, but it was expensive for your emotionally. Yeah. It was emotionally taxing. Emotionally, mm. spiritually, relationally. Uh, facts. Sheesh. You know how many relationships you have together that are now awkward? Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, I imagine. And like people legit feel Having like they have to choose. Yeah. Yeah. You know how weird it is when you want to go back to the church that you liked when you left, but then you come back and everyone's like, Where's your husband? Where's your husband? It's like, I'm not trying to talk about this again. Yeah. Every person I see, it's literally the first question. 
It's not like, how are you doing? It's, where's your husband? They don't ask, how you doing first? No. Don't, I charge it to people's head and not their heart, man. Because I ask stuff like that because I'm awkward. And I I don't really have be wanting to talk to people anyway. So I just ask the generic questions like, hey, where's the baby? I don't really care where the baby is. Yeah, don't answer that question. I just asked. You know, I'm just asking what I got to ask to be cordial. And then, I'm, you know, I got two, you know, I got two more back and forths in me. And then it's have a great Sunday. See, you the nice one. Cause <laughs> I thought you the nice one because I don't even ask that stuff. And then there's people that's like, Tobias, I thought you didn't like me. And I'm like, why do you think that? I love you. You're cool. And then they're just like, because you don't talk to me when you see me in public. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I ain't got nothing to say. I mean. Like if I you're not speak, my if you if you're not my friend, it's gonna be harder to have like a I don't like I don't like um what do you call it? I don't like small talk because mm-hmm. I'm very personal. I'm very mm-hmm. I'm a personal person and I'm an introvert. So like if we're not about to talk about mm-hmm. substance of, of of if we're not gonna talk about something of substance. Yeah, I don't do well with those. Like, yeah, so like I don't I don't do that. But you had a great question. I want you to re-ask it if she would Oh, uh so my question like to was, answer it. Okay. Oh my bad. My question was since you said that you feel like the marriage wasn't of God, do you feel like before you got married that he was showing you signs that were ignored because you this is initially what you thought you wanted and i'm not trying to be that deep but now that i hear it again yes deep (laughs) yes okay yes yes Mm. a thousand times yes Mm. for starters i got married in a courthouse Mm. i was at his mother's house getting ready by myself with none Mm. of my friends or family Mm. and i was crying not happy tears i was like i don't want to do this but i made a commitment i felt i get i realized that as an engaged person, I had marriage like expectations. Mm. Like I made a commitment that I have to stick to. No, cause you're not married. Like just because right. you say like you accept the proposal doesn't mean that you're locked in and you have no, no choice. And that, that wasn't any knock against him. I think that I didn't realize how much I was giving up. Like at first, you know, it sounds super romantic to say, you know, I'll give up anything. I'll follow you anywhere. I'll do anything for you. Like that sounds romantic and beautiful. Mm. But when you actually do it, I feel like our foundation of our marriage was so rocky because as Mm. soon as we got married, we moved to another state 10 hours away from his family, 17 hours away from my family with no friends in a very small town with no real like community or culture or way to like build deep relationships with people that were like us. We were in a more racist area than Mm -hmm. I've ever experienced. There were just so many things coming against us um, from the start. And then he was doing something that was pursuing his dream. And it was something that I said that I wanted to do. So anytime I would like, complain about missing Atlanta or wanting to be in the city. He felt like that was an attack against him. Mm. And which made me feel like I wasn't heard or understood, but it was really, we just rushed the process too fast. Like we didn't really get to know what we wanted. And we tried to like, even in marriage counseling, it was like, you know, 
I can, like, I don't have to really say exactly what I want because, you know, I'll just, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm being too demanding. Mm. So I could flex on this a little bit. Like, no, these are the times when you need to be most honest because then the truth will eventually come out and it'll come out when it becomes a, a big problem versus something that you can address ahead of time and make a decision about together or choose to leave when there's no like real consequences. Mm-hmm. My yeah. So, yep. I wish I would have had a therapist before I got married. They would have been like, girl, you are tripping. <laughs> yeah. My therapist. Cause I'd be putting myself, I was, was putting myself in situations where I was doing stuff to bend and mend and make other people happy. And then I was like miserable and depressed in the process. And then it got to a point where I was just like, like my ex, she had kids. And I was just like, well, I got to because she got kids. And then he was like, dude, like, no, <laughs> he was like, he was like, he's like, oh, you like kids that much? Volunteer at a boys and girls club, man. <laughs> what he told me. Become a big brother. <laughs> he was like, he said, there's tons of kids. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But dang, that's crazy. Thanks for your honesty yeah. about that and opening up. Look, <sighs> man, I was 23 when I got married. I was a baby. I thought I knew. You know, I thought I was grown. I rushed to get married because I wanted to get married in my Jordan year. How childish is that? In your Jordan year? I want to be married in my Jordan year. One day we're going to have a real conversation about things that we force Mm-hmm. Yep. Things that we force to make happen because we want them so bad. Man. Man. I'm not speaking about Son. your I'm not speaking Facts. about your yeah. But it's so much other stuff that I like I can It's yeah, true. I can, yeah. The the our marriage was encouraged and supported by so many people, but the three people that said you should not do it were my mom, mm. my biggest mentor, my aunt, mm. and my best friend. Why did I not listen to those three people, the three people that know me best? Because I was like, oh, they're haters, or they don't understand. Oh, they're they don't haters. Know our relationship. Ah, that's crazy. What's yes. funny about my ex is everybody was like, no. Like, my sister met her. My sister's nice. My sister was like, I don't like your little friend. I was like, dang. (laughs) She's straight like that. I was like, oh, no. When a girl says little friend, she's usually not saying it as a compliment. Nah. Little anything is never a compliment. Yeah. I'm learning that. Y'all still doing your little podcast? <laughs> oh, it's not. You're doing your little, music. Your little thinking, music. Honestly, I was thinking about changing his name, changing the name of the podcast to our little podcast. Pe- yeah, like it, it is like you, you still working on that little business of yours. Yeah. But you know, you know, but yeah, that's that's a proven fact. Um we've been talking about families. We've been talking about families a lot. Um, I would say these these past few podcasts. Um, there is a family, another dysfunctional family on Netflix that is in their second season. Naja just coming through with all the topics. Hey. What's, up with Umbrella, what's up with Umbrella Academy? Look, y'all. So first, sometimes I'm kind of judgy about Netflix shows. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw it, I was like, 
this is gonna be corny. It sounds the cool, same thing. but this is gonna be trash. And then I started watching it, and I was mm-hmm. like, ah. now I will say, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the whole oh, we had a horrible father, and he didn't love us. They're like very whiny. Like okay. they are very whiny, especially like the y'all big one. were adopted by this man, which means that your parents sold you. Y'all don't remember those people. They, y'all no, mad at this man, don't. but like they don't. He raised them as as babies, but right? Yeah, but true. I'm saying like they put all of the blame on this man. Like is his the fault? People that, oh, oh yeah, that birthed you, sold you to this billionaire that has verbally stated over and over that he does not like children. But, Nate, but that's the point. It's so, his fault. He offered to buy them. Yeah. So they if don't anybody even, is offering to buy my name, child, they probably are. They're looking at my child as property. And I'm like, okay. It's, I hate them too, but I hate him because <laughs> he raised me in this. And then he yeah. named me a number. Number. <laughs> And then the robot gave them names. And then for mm, and then forced us to fight crime. Yeah, yeah. But they really like fighting crime. Do and, they and killing people? I don't think do they, they really like they fighting act. crime? Because the, the black one, she started acting. The other one, he doesn't do anything <laughs> with yeah, it. Like, like, like the other like, one was on the moon the entire do talk, they talk to it. Talk to <laughs> the one on the moon was thinking he was helping somehow and, and he, he didn't know he was he being is tortured. the dumbest. Be dumbest. <laughs> yeah. He's the dumbest. Okay. Are you so, in are you in season two? Yeah, I'm I, I finished am. season two. Are y'all finished? I'm in the it? middle of season two. Oh man. Season one was trash. It was very cheesy. I didn't like it. Season two <laughs> is I think season two is better. Season two is better. So we'll be right back after these messages. We got we gotta close up this podcast and we'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Right, guys we're back and as promised we um you know I, I mean i'm i'm grateful for this podcast i'm grateful for you guys being here um podcasting with you guys um i knew i knew i didn't have to do too much i knew i didn't have to finagle too many things so i really appreciate it and i appreciate nasia's transparency and vulnerability in some cases um T being my B mic, appreciate it. Doing a great job, sir. Thank you. Was you three weeks in now? Yeah. Killing it. Killing it. Killing it. Um, so let's get into one of the one of the segments. Speaking of segments, do y'all want different segments? Like a segment that you take on every week. So we have a palm further review. That's my segment. We have um while you wait. That's my segment. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm also hosting this thing until Lon gets back. And I'm starting to think when Lon gets back, it's cold for whenever Christ comes back. Um, because I don't know when Lon <laughs> is coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful. Ne- nevertheless. Well, he that's said the end of August. He said the end of August. I just hope he really does. Because I think... I, I think about it like basketball, right? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think if because Lon has been our point guard for a little bit for quite a, for a little bit, right? But I would say maybe a third of this podcast inception, right? Of this podcast, um, um, being here, right? Um, but if Lon moved from the point guard position to the shooting guard position, I think that'd be amazing. So if we had, I wouldn't mind running a point if Lon if Lon was running around. On the wing, I wouldn't be mad at that. Got you, but Lon got to come back in order to do it. But he said he said he said he was making his triumphant uh, return at the end of August. What's not going to happen, big man? Huh? What'd you say, Nate? <laughs> I'm What'd trying to be the big man. I'm just trying to catch these oops. You could be a you could be a power forward. You could be a power forward. <laughs> I'm down sure. with that. You know, I think that's important. Power. Every position is necessary. Um, got a got a Alana at the small forward. You know, I'm a combo guard. We'll see what happens. Um, no, but no. What do y'all think about segments? That sounds dope to me. No, like what would your segment be if you did a segment? See, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know what mine would be. Like, are we like making up our own segments? Yeah, like, think of one. Think of one. Cause like I'm on the spot right now. I'm the, yeah. No, then my segment to be weird. It'll be like musical of the week or some crap like that, and everybody's like, "What musical?" I, I mean, that's some, I mean, that's fine. Oh, speaking of, since we was talking about Netflix, everybody should watch Carol and Tuesday. That show is dope. Then the music is good. Hold on, we'll come back to that because that can be a part of our while you wait um, segment. We'll come back. To that. Nation, like if we if you had a segment, what would it be? Or like I had a segment on the podcast I got kicked off of. You got kicked off. This is the Nation episode. We just delving in. Yeah, everyone. Everyone, this is your introduction to Nation. This is like the greatest introduction ever. Greatest and saddest. It's like when the Green Ranger premiered on Power Rangers, and then all of a sudden it was all about. Is it like? <laughs> no, I'm just being dramatic. I, I, I did not get kicked off. I could find some similarity. No, I think you. The way you described it, you got kicked off. Yeah, huh? <laughs> I got gently let go. Why? Never mind. Hmm? Oh, it was not a big deal. It was more like you know when you're in a band and you have a lead singer, and then mm-hmm. your lead singer wants to go solo. That's all that happened. Uh, oh, only the worst thing that could ever happen in a group happens. <laughs> yeah, that's all that happened. <laughs> yeah, that's like yeah. But it's not like it affected he, our friendship. He, he David Ruffin, y'all. I'll tell y'all this. I guess I don't know who that is. I'll, I'll tell you. Asian. You don't know who David Ruffin is? Oh, <laughs> I do not. Well, now I do. Okay, I guess we're about to change this podcast to like. <laughs> We about to be super black on this podcast going forward. (laughs) I can't have this. This is exactly what happened last time. And then I had to watch a whole bunch of black movies. I'm not no, we're not watching stuff. We're just gonna inform you about things. David is the lead singer of The Temptations, or was the lead singer of The Temptations. He was very brash and very um vocal and very like um you know, he he walked around like he was that guy. He walked around like he was the stuff. Right. So was he David Ruff? Yeah. Well, I mean, it is. Right? How else is he supposed to walk around? I mean, 
Humility is nice. You can be, hum- you can be humble. You yeah. Can be humble. <laughs> that's, that's I guess. An that's an option. Because they will inherit the earth and all that. Yeah, and plus, <laughs> and plus, a lot of times those people who who don't act with humility, they crumble eventually. Because uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, pride, com- pride comes before the fall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Maybe, you know. <laughs> um, you cannot make those type of jokes with churchy people. <laughs> we, I don't think. I don't Lon, Lon, Lon tries. Lon does, and then I'm like. I immediately get serious. <laughs> I don't think we're churching. I don't think so. I do. I get. I get in my. I get in my biblical bag real quick when stuff happens. Oh, my dog just shook. You say no. your dog just shook? Yeah, that's what that noise was. Oh, I was pointing at the churchy person. Oh, oh. Me. yeah, me. Oh, it looked like you pointed at me. I don't know. Definitely. Oh, I get, oh my okay. camera, like you pointed at me. I definitely get in my bag if I feel like you should know better. Or if I feel like you don't know, but either way, it don't matter. Anybody could get it. I should mm-hmm. know because I listen to your podcast. Thank I you. I pray this helps. Me. You love going off on people. <sighs> I got and get I back. follow your Instagram stories. And that's my. I do be snapping because they get on my nerves, and that's why I deleted Instagram because I'm like, I did. I did notice that. I tried to tag you. I'm like, man, y'all are so. I was like, keep going. Worldly. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are so worldly. I just here. It's just a, like just you know how people that like, can just be worldly to the point of like stupidity. Mm. That's the issue that that's the problem that I have. Oh. Like y'all are dumb. That happens a lot. That's pretty regular. Yeah. It is. It is. And I don't mean to sound pious, even though I do. But <laughs> but that's how I, that's how I, I'm like, I can't take it right now. It's just too much ignorance. And then the ignorance bleeds into Black Lives Matter and stuff. And I was like, this is just too much. This is too much. Yeah, I have to pretty go. Pretty regularly. I have to go. I think I think getting off of social media for a period of time is good. Regardless, I did it for a while. And I realized and then when I came back, I realized I didn't miss much. You don't yeah. You're not missing anything. Mm-mm. I came back real quick on like on another page and i saw oh they got reels okay when i when i'm ready to come back i'll i'll do the real thing when i came back they had (laughs) never mind i'm not even gonna say what they had when i came back no but so nasia segment for you what would it be she looked curious she's like what you gonna say yeah i am curious only i i used to do a fact of the day and it was very random and i found them entertaining i don't know um, How others felt about them. We don't want to recycle anything. We original over here, so we'll take some new ideas. From the you. originals. <laughs> we'll take some new. Um, ideas I mean, from there's so many things that I could talk about. I could talk about. I could give relationship advice, mm. which is ironic, right? That's I mean, funny. I, I mean, mean, they say those who can't teach. <laughs> I mean, that was a that was a that was a that was a poor jab. I apologize, but I needed to get it off. I think you'll forgive me. What was this a jab at me? No, not really. Oh, not really. Okay. No. I think it went over my head. So I it was unaffected. It wasn't. It wasn't really that. <laughs> I didn't think. I didn't think. I didn't think it was a really. I didn't think, think of it as a jab. But I it guess, wasn't. It wasn't a jab. If like if she felt like it was a jab, then I'd be like, all right. It was a jab. I feel like we like because I feel like I'm around people like you or Adrian who's just or like I listen to David Goggins 
<laughs> plug in. But I'm around. Just stuff. realize what you said. <laughs> but I, I'm around stuff that people just say. Really slow. And when what stuff is so. So I'm used to like just people saying what it is. David Goggins. All right. So speaking of segments, here's a new segment <clears throat> that you guys have been. Um, when I say you guys, I mean the listeners. Um, people have been like saying, hey, man, you should maybe do this on your podcast because they see me do it all the time on Instagram. Um, who sampled it? Okay. Now, I'm a big, lo- I'm a lover of music. I love music. There's outside of God, there's nothing outside of God and my family. There's nothing that I love more than music. Okay. <laughs> so who sampled it? Um I, I think I talked about it earlier in the podcast. So there was a song that I heard the other day. I was driving in the car with my dad, um, who just bought an Audi on a whim. I thought that was like super player. And, just and my stepmom just okay. bought a new Lexus, like, and it's clean. Yeah. Everybody's okay. stunting on us. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, one day we'll get there. We'll get yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, you know, we'll... he's in his 50s, you know. Yeah, like he's got some stuff saved up, you know. She's in her 60s. I'm not envious. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, but I'm driving in a car with him, and I was like, hey, man, who's... But here's the thing. I grew up this way. I grew up with my parents listening to music that we would listen to and say, oh, that's such and such. Oh, me this too. is that such and such song. My so dad it's like, would do that. It's, so it's nothing for me to like just, you know, to hear a sample and like over the original song or whatever it might be. So, you know, I, I was testing him and I said, who sampled this song? Because it was my first time hearing it. And it's by this woman called Nicole Buss. It's not a new song. It came out in 2019, but the song is called. Um, it's off her. Um, it's off of her album Kairos, which was released in 2019. I've listened to that whole album. The song is called Rain. Okay. Right. So I want you to listen to this song, <clears throat> and there's three correct answers of whom she sampled. There's three correct answers. Now, there's extra points for who did the original song, but I don't expect that. But if you get it, I'll log it and we'll figure out what the prize might be. But uh, (laughs) who sampled it? Well, she sampled it, but what's the sample? I'll give you a hint. Um, I'll say four samples because the drums are a different sample as well. Hey, what's up, girl? 
First of all, that song is fire. Fire, bro. <laughs> that's that that's that stank face song. Like yes. Yeah, I, I listened to her whole album. It's it's it has some good songs on there. I'm gonna check it out. But who sampled it? Or who did she sample rather? I don't know. So I've no, I I've heard that sample. I don't know who the original was or who else have sampled that. Well, the drums. Let's start with the drums. Who who were the drums sample? Who did she sample on the drums? I surely thought that that was an original song. So I oh, heard this, all you've heard four this song times. Before. No, but hearing it right now, even in this segment, I'm like, nope, sounds brand new to me. Mm. No, the pianos and the drums are samples. I just don't know. I just don't know who it is. Okay. Uh, you going it's also it, was, a little was, hard like, to hear. Was it? I, yes. I heard it, but <laughs> you heard it very clearly. But you also have listened to this song before. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Next week I'm gonna have a I'm gonna I'm gonna have it in. You're gonna be able to hear it really well. So okay. are the songs was it another R and B song or was it hip hop? They're rap songs. Mm. The original song is from a group. I'll, okay, well, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. So this was the original group. This was it. Um, the original group is called the Controllers. Okay. The song is called "If Tomorrow Never Comes." Wait. So that's the original. In the hip hop song, is it like an old school hip hop song? Nah, I would say the I say one of the samples, one of the people that sampled it, he's from the golden age of, of hip hop. Well, both of them, but one of the, the the song is from the golden age of hip hop, yes. Mm. Bro, I'm mad that I don't know this. It's okay. Oh. No one does. Golden <laughs> age of hip hop. Ah man. Um he's still active today. Both of them. Jay-Z. No. So they're still active today from the golden age of hip hop. Snoop. That's one of them. Okay. What? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Golden Age of Hip Hop is still active. This does not sound like a Snoop beat at all. Oh, au contraire, mon frère. <laughs> it's one of my favorite songs in the whole entire world, actually. I will play it. He gonna play it. Here we go. Bruh. I've heard this before too. Some of them lie about the they got and what they do on the block. Some of them lie about the they pop. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. It's how it is for me because I live a boss's life. So many but still got you. Okay, so uh, still active today. Golden age. Oh, man. 
that's from that's later. So now now we're definitely thinking golden golden age. Okay. We spent way too much time on this, but it's fine. We'll be shorter I, next week. I, there was there's so many samples to get through on this song, honestly. Man, okay, I, I don't know. I don't because I feel like I'm a I'm a shoot in the Bro, wind. This one Ice Cube? No. Uh I knew I was gonna shoot in the wind and get it wrong. This one took me by surprise. Buster? I feel like I've heard both of those songs. Hip hop education for you this week. What'd you say? I feel like I've heard both of those songs too. I'm proud of myself for at least getting Snoop though. Now for the drums, mm. I'm gonna just play it. I'm gonna just play it. You gonna be like, oh yeah, who me? Yes. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Bro. You're right. I am like, oh, yeah. You're right. Now, those drums are originally from a, um, Al Green song. I don't have time oh. to think about it. Or, hey, <laughs> what song is that that I just I couldn't hear it? Dead Wrong. Yeah. P. Diddy. Oh. Or yes. Puff nope. Daddy. Whoever you would. Definitely don't know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're wrong by uh, Notorious B.I.G. Well, it's fine, Asia. Just stick with this podcast. We'll get you caught up with black culture. It is, it, I'm excited. I'm really excited to just be as I am black. Too. Just to be as black as possible. I, really I, I came across this YouTube that actually breaks down like old black movies. It's hilarious. I forget the name of it, though. But he broke down Atlanta and why it's like not a good movie. And I laughed the whole time. No, it's not a good movie, but no, it's not. But, but most black, most black films that we love that are cult classics are, are good movies. So he needs yeah. to shut up. No, so some of them he like, he, some of them he'll be like, it's good, but that one Atlanta's not good. You know what, man? Right now, I don't have time for people down in black anything. Okay. Even even black people. Okay. When did he make this video? January. It's an old video. All right, I'll give him. I, I'll, I, I just came across it. I'll give him till April. After April, shut everything down. I don't have time. Not right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. April, all right, he's cool. He's cool in January. All right. Martin Luther King and all that. All right. Uh, last but not least, last but most certainly not least, um, we are still in our, I don't even want to call it a series, but we've been naming every podcast until further notice after women who have been slain by police either slain mm-hmm. by police or mm-hmm. uh, neglected by police and have died subsequently because of that um today our podcast is named after miriam carey um just a real quick um mm-hmm. um story on miriam carey um at about two twelve p.m a vehicle driven by Miriam Carey allegedly struck one of the White House barriers at the intersection of 15th Street Northwest and Pennsylvania Avenue Northwest. At 2.13 p.m., she drove into a restricted White House checkpoint at 15th and East Streets Northwest 
without authorization and without stopping. When an off-duty U.S. Secret Service officer placed a metal bike rack in her path to block her exit, she struck the bike rack and the off-duty Secret Service officer who was standing behind it with her car, knocking both the bike rack and the officer onto the ground. Secret Service attempted to arrest the suspect, but she continued to drive the car evasively, colliding with one officer who fell on the hood of the car and rolled off. Carrie then drove 40 to 80 miles per hour down Pennsylvania Avenue, weaving through traffic and ignoring red lights. Police gave chase east on Pennsylvania Avenue for a dozen blocks. The chase then proceeded south on the first street, northwest, southwest, between P-Circle and Garfield Traffic Circle. Here's where it gets deep. At Garfield Circle, uniformed and plainclothes Secret Service officers attempted to box the car in with at least five marked vehicles and one unmarked cruiser on United States Capitol grounds on the sidewalk on the east side of the circle. Four, unif- un- four uniformed and two plainclothes officers proceeded to surround the car on foot with guns drawn, shouting orders. Carrie eluded the box in by backing into Secret Service cruiser behind her and drove away, striking a Secret Service officer in the process. The suspect proceeded north at high speed, circulating Peace Circle twice and then proceeding east on Construction Avenue. Long story short, it's way longer than what I thought I was reading. But um, long story short, while all of this stuff is happening, she has a daughter in the backseat of the car. Um, they corral her at some point and they shoot up the car. And it wasn't until they realized that there was a little girl in the car that they ceased fire. Um, so they shot into the car about eight times. And, um, you know, after she had like, I think she hit a wall or something and, um, you know, they shot and she died from the, um, bullet wounds and, uh, yeah, she was 34 years old. This happened um, in 2013. So it was like a routine traffic stop. She's alive. The girl's alive. Um, Oh, wow. Routine traffic stop. She tried to evade the traffic stop. The police officers were like, hold on, where you going? And then they gave chase to her. And, you know, so. So rest in peace to Miriam Carey. just found this out. Um, praying for your daughter, who I assume is still alive um, seven years later, but definitely feeling the um, effects of that still to this day. Um, and ladies and gentlemen, um, it is still uh, arrest the murderers of Breonna Taylor. It's still Black Lives Matter, and we and because of that, while the world is giving light to. Um, the George Floyds and you know everyone else of everyone else is of the world. We are going to shine light that this stuff indeed happens on the everyday. You know, even things that people aren't aware of. And like, no, it's only been the people that's been on the news. No, this happens all the time. Um, so um, rest in peace to Miriam Carey. Um, mm. 
I think that's it. Um, last but not least, why you wait, Tobias? You've been plugging these. You've been plugging these plugs all podcast long. Please tell us about this show on Netflix. Uh, it's a show on Netflix called Carol and Tuesday. Carol and Tuesday. I, I'm saying it slow because I realize I say it so fast. It Carol. Mm-hmm. And, and Tuesday. And Tuesday. Like Tuesday's a person. Yep. That's both like like Carol all the way or like Christmas Carol, but they're named Carol and Tuesday. And it's a show. It's a music. And I like it because I love music and it actually has some dope songs. My friend Xavier, you know, Xavier had been trying to get me to watch it for like the last year. And I was like, nah, man. And then I actually sat down and started watching it and got past the pilot. And then once I got into it, I was like, oh, it is. This is actually pretty good. And it's got good music. Yeah. So, yeah. Carol and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So while you guys are waiting for us to come back um, next week, um, check out Carol and Tuesday. Um, I like to do podcasts because we've turned a lot of people on to podcasts from this podcast. Mm-hmm. So while you're listening to podcasts, don't go away from your favorite podcast provider. Um, I've been watching, I've been reading or listening to this podcast Um from this guy named Skip Heitzig. Now, Skip Heitzig is an amazing preacher. He's, I'm not going to say he's a preacher. He's more so like a teacher. And like, so he breaks down stuff to the integrate. And he, right now he's in the series um, about revelation. Now, if you are any sort of a believer, you know that revelation is a crazy book, (laughs) but it's not just a book. It is a prophecy. And it's something that we hold true to, um, believing that Jesus is coming back. And so you can find, you can find it. He's not even in the series right now, but you can find his podcast on Calvary church with skip Heizig audio podcast. So Calvary church with skip Heitzig, H-E-I-T-Z-I-G, audio podcast. Um, yeah, so check that out while you wait. Naja, you had something to say? Oh, am I supposed to have something no, to say? No, I was asking you, you, about to, uh, you look like you were about to say something. Yeah, I thought you was going to no, say No, I was spelling out his name in my head to see if I can remember. H-E-T-H-E-I-T-Z-I-G. Height Zig. Mm. Yeah. So check him out. I'm I'm looking I'm listening to his Revelation series and he talks and it's intriguing. Um I really, really enjoy it. Skype skip breaks stuff down for you. Um Naja, thank you again so much for being on this podcast. Thank you for joining us. I think this thank I, you, thank I'm you. really excited and I'm really excited to see how the four of you and Lon and possibly Victoria are going to mesh, man. It's going to be crazy. Um, I'm going to be quiet. I'm just playing. I want to be quiet, right? Like, I want to just sit here and like, like, okay, okay. Next week, next week, if it's more than just the three of us here, I'm going to just sit back. I'm going to just introduce the topics. I'm going to just sit back. Um, I'm going to just be like, yeah. (laughs) So, um, again, we are on YouTube. We are on all your podcast providers, Google Podcasts. Um, you know, I don't need to name them. Apple, we, we own them all. Check us out. And thank God for the group chat. Just look up. Thank God for, for the group chat. If you'd rather see us, check us out on YouTube.com um, each and every Tuesday. Um, 
think the next time that we're going to have a break is in November. So we'll, we'll start season four in November. And you guys are new, so we got fresh legs. So I'm excited. Um, but yeah, now is not the time to go on break. We was on hiatus for mad long. So now's not the time. So you guys can, you know, expect us to be here each and every Tuesday. Um, I have nothing else to say. You guys good? I'm good. All right. I've, this has been, my name has been. Oh, Keith. yeah. This has been, thank God for the group chat. Dad, uh, Bailey, Daddy loves you. Peace. <laughs>